Hey guys, welcome to the Recipes for Business show. I'm Brandon, and today we are chatting with Kyle Stevens, husband, father, entrepreneur. I'd like to learn a little bit about Kyle's history, his background, where he grew up, how he grew up. Learn a bit about his businesses. He's a seasoned business owner, has a wife, lovely family, lovely children, and he's doing some really great things in the community, some really great things in his business, and has done great things in the past in his previous businesses. So Kyle, welcome to the Recipes for Business show. Thank you for being with us. Uh, thank you for, for allowing me to come here in, in this platform. This is a great platform. I appreciate this, man. I'm humble, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Definitely happy to have you. So Kyle, we wanna get into this. We're actually gonna just have a conversation sure. and um, kind of just leave the floor to you. So tell us about, first of all, let's start with who is Kyle Stevens? Okay, um, well, First and foremost, um, before anything, you know, uh, Brandon, I, I truly uh, appreciate, you know, the opportunity um, for you allowing me to, you know, um, open up and, and tell my story in this grace, gracious platform. Um, and, you know, you are a blessed man, okay? Um, you already have great things in store for you, you know that, but I wanna directly let you know that you got some great things in store for you, man. Um, and it's, it's a truly an honor to be connected with a with a with a man of power, um, especially of our culture, that's really um, being a major impact and creating olive branches throughout the community, um, so we can all elevate and, and, and take it to that next level. So I really really appreciate that. Okay, um, you can hear me. Yes, I can. Lost you hear it for me? a second, but we're good now. Yes. Uh, hold on a minute. Let me take my alarm because my alarm is not allowing me to listen. Hear you. Hold, hold on a minute. Let me see okay. Sure. Uh, this is one of the things about being raw and natural, folks. Technical difficulties. We're just going to roll with it. <laughs> While Kyle is getting adjusted again, uh, those of you that are watching, um, it's been uh, it's been since 2018 since I've had a chance to interview uh, somebody, interview a fellow entrepreneur. So that's something that I wanted to bring back. Uh, especially to the growing recipes for business community. Those of you that subscribe to the recipes for business weekly newsletter, thank you so much. Uh, as you know, we're here to help you build a business that can run without you whenever you need it to. And also allow you to hear stories, success stories from entrepreneurs who've been there, done that, who have some nuggets, some wisdom, and can talk about some of their challenges and their uh, struggles along the way to their success. So with that, Kyle, welcome back. Yes, Gonna yeah. throw it back again to you, sir. Please continue. Tell us who Kyle Stevens is. All right. So um, right now, I currently uh, live in Bloomfield, Connecticut. Um, I'm originally from New York. Um, I've been living in New York over 30 plus years. I was born and raised in the Bronx. <laughs> um, it was a, a pretty, pretty urban area. Um, my mom is originally from Jamaica. Um, you know, she came here. She was a teacher in Jamaica and she actually came here, um, went to school you know, went to college, got her associates, and um, she worked for a nonprofit organization. Um, you know, she's very impactful in Jamaica. When she got here, though, um, she didn't really know the ropes in New York. Um, so when she got here, you know, we first we, we lived um, with my aunt, then we moved out, and we actually went to the projects, right? So, you know, I came from humbling beginnings. Um, the project where I was at was really, really rough. Um, my mom didn't like that, so she really worked hard and you know took us out that environment and put us in a better situation um even though around where i where i lived at which was uh soundview a lot of people from the bronx would know what soundview is it was a pretty pretty uh hostile area um you know so i lived in a private house but 
it's so it was so chaotic around it that um i couldn't run away from um you know the environment so you know i had i got influenced a little bit in the environment uh my mom did the best she can you know to, to keep me in the right path but you know as uh guys we like to explore um and you know i was very impressionable when i was young i always had a strong mind um but i was still impressionable because i was the oldest um and you know i was exposed i was the oldest in the household however i was the youngest around the people that i was around so it was very influential um so you know i i went through my experience um with that um but the teachings of my mom you know she's a god-fearing uh, woman uh woman of god right so her, her her substance and her foundation grounded me as i was in the streets um you know acting a fool and acting crazy getting experience um you know it was it was so bad that you know she tried her best to keep us in the right direction that you know i, I went to catholic school when i was uh in the elementary elementary years um i partially went to um catholic school in high school but i was so bad that at that point i went to cardinal hayes um high school that was when i was that young like 15 16 it was the top uh catholic school um, however, I was so bad that I got kicked out of that school and went from the best high school to the worst high school in Stevenson High School in the Bronx. Wow. Uh, so it was it was crazy, you know. Um, it was I was really 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 bad, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but throughout that journey, it taught me a lot. You know, it taught me a lot. And you know, I don't know what happened throughout those years of me going through high school. But I always had a seed in me planted where um, I wanted to have my own business. You know, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. You know, I was kind of hard-headed um, at that point. Um, I was kind of stubborn. Um, I didn't know that that was strong-minded by then. I, it was, I was always hearing the terminology of stubborn. You know, I always wanted to do my own thing. And now I see that it was uh, great for me because of the journeys that I went through in my life. Um, but anyway, you know, um, I always wanted to be my, my own boss. And back then, you know, I'm 35 now. So back then, when I was 16, 17, that era where we was living at, um, it was all about going to college. You know, if you had the mindset of being an entrepreneur or, you know, having a business, they look at you like, all right, you're just trying to make an excuse not to go to college. It wasn't as popular as it is now. Right. So a lot of will go against the grain as an entrepreneur now everybody and their mama want to be entrepreneurs right and that's not bad a lot of individuals are much wiser now right but there's still some um puzzles that has to be filled and we'll, we'll talk about that later right sure. uh, but long story short you know um i went i ran through barely graduated for high school you know um barely graduated for high, to high school um i wanted to please my mom so you said I said you know what let me let me go to college right and I said you know what let me I went to Mercy College half a term and when I went there I went to study for uh, business management um, and it, it 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 wasn't a very good experience for me um, because when I went there right and I and I went to speak to the professor because I was always a type of individual that asked questions thought you know thought it, thought, thought out the box I asked him I said. Um, professor, um, let me ask you a question. You're teaching us about business, right? You say, yeah. Have you ever had any type of experience in business? He said, no. So I'm like, okay. Um, so he doesn't have no experience in business, right? Right. 
So I'm, so I'm trying to still trying to still work with them. So how I'm trying to work, I'm saying, all right. So I understand that you never had no experience with business. Have you ever worked with a company, right? Like work the side so you could get the experience. He said, no. I said, all right. So how are you going to teach me success if you never went through the journey to get to the success? How could you teach me the success if you never even um, accomplished the small successes in business to allow you to get that feeling so when you accomplish the great successes, you know what it takes, you know the hard work, you know the blood, sweat, and tears to get to that plateau. So I made an educated decision. I said, you know what? I, I, I love my mom. I understand the situation. I'm not, I'm not going to complete this uh, college. So I left. And, um, you know, I, I, I continued on. I, I went looking on, on some ads. Back then, the, it wasn't Instagram. It wasn't Facebook. The only right. thing was MySpace. And MySpace wasn't that popular. And it wasn't to promote business. It was to date, holla at girls and things of that nature. It wasn't right. like, yes. <laughs> promoting business, you know? So, um, you know, I went on the ad and, you know, you, you know how the marketing te techniques, the strategy it was, if you want to make an extra five to $600, you know, come uh, give us a call. We see what, what we can do. I called, went to interview. I was excited. Um, and that was the beginning of my entrepreneurship, right? Um, yes. And, and, and back then, you know, it was, it was, traditional it was brick and mortar right so um what i had my first experience as an entrepreneur was going door to door and selling products right um i, I sucked when i first started like I, it was really, like it was it was horrific right uh but what kept me going was a lot of people that was in there they saw the potential in me and i i felt the potential in myself i didn't quite see it but i just felt that if i stuck in i was going to be really good um, and I stuck through and stuck through. In almost six or seven months, I, I became the top salesman um, in that organization. I became the top motivator in that organization um, because people planted seeds in me and they never gave up on me. Right. Um, and, um, you know, I said to myself, you know, if I can do this for this company, because I started making, you know, a decent amount of money. I said, if I can do this for this company, I can do this for myself. Um, so, I, you know, I saved money, you know, um, to the point that I, created my own you know business i bought my own products and i went out there and, and started going door to door it created got me an llc um and did my thing you know um and it was my first it, it, it's kind of corny the title of my llc was j jk enterprise it was, it was crazy j, jack enterprise jk enterprise it was crazy um but you know um it was it was good as far as me making money but i never had no financial literacy no financial education um my mom did go for associates for accounting. However, um, she was supportive, but she wasn't really with me, you know, being my own, being my own boss. She wanted, she believed in, you know, benefits and things of that nature. So, um, you know, she wasn't really interfering with that. With that being said, I failed because I didn't have no financial literacy. So I was making a substantial amount of money, um, but I was, I, w I wasn't, I was taking it in, spending it, taking it in, spending it, you know, being map, being a, a very flamboyant, for no reason, and I bellied up. Um, I bellied up. Um, I got out of business. So I said to myself, hold, hold a minute, hold a minute. Hold a minute. Uh, those guys. I'm sorry, that was my son. He was kind of loud, so I want to make sure that you don't interfere. Um, <laughs> no, that's okay. Actually, uh, before before we continue, Kyle, I wanted to talk to you. You, um, you threw out a lot of great 
information there. I want to touch on some of these things that you uh, that you talked about. First of all, with your background and your upbringing, mm -hmm. going through what you went through, what your mother went through, and being bit by that entrepreneur bug at an early age, like you talked about. Where did that come from? Like how, if you have, like you just touched on, she has, um, she got an associate's in accounting. She wanted you to go to college, follow a specific path, follow the way of getting the safe, secure job where you can have the benefits and everything. Where did the entrepreneur bug come from if it didn't come from her? Great question. I'm glad you asked. Um, you know, it's so funny. Um, I, my stepfather raised me, right? Um, at that time, I never knew my, my biological father. Um, but when I finally met him was when I was like 18, 19, 20. So when, when I met him, right, I found out that he used to sell life insurance to my whole family in Connecticut, right? Um, I found out that he was also into real estate, right? So um, I got my entrepreneurship from my biological father. Wow. Always into that. My mom always told me that he was, you know, he's very smart. Um, he was always, he, he sounded just like me. I looked just like him, you know, um, and, and I, and he, she said that I had that hunger. In fact, when he saw me, he looked in my eyes and said, you know, I used to be just like you. I used to have that hunger eye, and, and, and but but he, he what he told me was he said I gave up um, at at an older age when I when I found out I couldn't do it no more, and that was extra motivation to make sure I make that happen, you know, because I you know I don't want to I I don't I just I don't want to leave out this earth regular, you know, right. I want to leave out this earth with a huge legacy. So in order for me to do that, I have to make some big moves. You know, in order for me to do that, I have to make some strategic moves. In order for me to do that, I have to go seek out help to get me to that level and, 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 and caliber um, of success, not just financially, um, but personally, emotionally, you know, and also be an impact uh, to this community because that's highly important. I'm not knocking anybody um, that's, in, that's, that, that's been fighting, that, that's creating conversations but I'm, I'm, I'm tired of seeing conversations. I'm tired of seeing that. I'm tired of seeing just talking about it. I'm really tired of seeing that. You know, just start making baby steps that, that creates huge successes, huge, huge steps, you know. Whatever resources that you have, you know, utilize the resources that you have, build on top of those resources and make it bigger. You know, um, you know, I feel like we as a culture and as a people have to get rid of the false ego and the false pride. You feel me? I feel like, you know, um, we can move so much faster if we can create a whole bunch of olive branches, work together, unify, and really, really, really utilize our intelligence, utilize our ability to really make and create things to take it to that next level. So that's right. that's what now you know that's that's why i'm at so um, that makes that yeah, makes sense ahead. that makes sense because you also just talked about um a very important piece about taking baby steps to take big steps or to take baby steps to take huge steps so speaking of taking baby steps you talked about going to college you know part of that to uh, probably a lot of that to please your mom but mm -hmm. you made it to you got to a certain point in college before you realized it was not for you so we're talking about one of the things that you touched on is basically blazing your own tra your own trail versus going the path uh, that ever that most people go and that's to college 
My first question to you is, do you think college is necessary? Um, very, very tricky question. Um, I, it, it all depends on what you want. Um, I would have, I would never stop anybody from going to college. In fact, if my daughter wants to go to college, I would allow her to go to college. I would want her to go to college. Why? Because I would, my perspective of going to college is different. When you when you're in college, you meet so much diversified people that comes from different facts of life. So I would utilize college to network, right? Because you meet so much people, and a lot of people don't understand. Whatever you're trying to do, your most powerful one of the most powerful gains is network with people. So even if you're trying to go into acting, if you're trying to get into business, if you're even trying to get into accounting, the network of people is what elevates you and takes you to the next level. So I would utilize college to network with so much different people um, because eventually, you know, as you, you know, create this journey and you go through the journey of life, you're going to realize that you need help. And a lot of those individuals that's in college, you know, they went to different facts of life. You reach out to them. You never know what that can do. It can open up so many different doors for you. And, um, you know, it all depends because there's a lot of um, habit, good habits um, in college that you can utilize in your life and take it to the next level. So I feel like it's based on whatever path you want to go. In my particular path, it wasn't for me. Um, I don't I don't make any regrets. However, if I turn back the hands of time, I would definitely uh, go to college to network with people because I understand the power of relationship. I understand where that can take you. And I understand um, the leverage that you can use when you have so much people that you connected to and you can, you have so much resources. So, you know, that's, that's my answer. <laughs> no, that makes perfect sense. Yes. Going to college for the networking alone is extremely valuable, no matter what you want to do. We're both entrepreneurs. We're taught, we're having entrepreneurial talk, but it can be in any space. It can be in art. It can be in science. It can be, uh, it can be in law. It can be whatever it is that you want to do robotics, whatever it is that you want to do being able to get around like minds and people that know where you came from where you're going or that get it that's really that's really an essential thing anybody needs to get their hands on that opportunity and like you say college is a great place to do that never really thought about it that way you know because uh, you know you normally think of i'm going to college to get my degree and whatever i don't hear many people talking about or i'm going to college for the parties i don't hear a lot of people talking about i'm going to college for networking Mm. Mm. <laughs> right. So um, you talked about a specific experience in college, too, where, you know, and you talked to your business professor and you were there's that saying that those who don't do teach. And you describe, you, you know, asking your 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 professor questions about do you have a business? Have you been in business before? Um, and you know, if not, why, and have you worked or have you worked for a company before? What was that like for you realizing that somebody was trying to teach you something they had not done before? Why is that important? What did that mean to you? And, uh, yeah, what's that about? Um, that's a great question that I've, I, I got that from my mom, you know, my mom, the way she taught me was through example. So like perfect example, you know, every Saturday she used to wake me up five, six in the morning uh, to clean the whole house, to polish back then. You know how wood, 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 um, bu um, bookshelves was, in, um, was, was popular. 
You know, she had encyclopedia. I had to wipe down the encyclopedia. I had to wipe down the glasses. She had me cleaning everything, dishes and, and the bathroom and things of that nature. However, it wasn't so uh, hard because she would do that as well. She would do it first and she would teach me first, you know. So I've always been in a household of people that sets the example, you know, you know what I mean? That sets the example. I see the results and I know how to get into that direction and, and possibly make the strategy or whatever I'm doing better based on what I learned from them. So when I went to college, I always already had my mindset is all right. If I'm gonna to go to college, right? I, I don't I do not want to waste my time because even back then I understand the, the power of time. Time is the most valuable asset in life. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to waste my time. So I, I had that mindset of saying, all right, if I'm gonna do a business, I want to succeed, right? I want to succeed. That doesn't mean that I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna have a perfect journey, but it does mean that if I go in your direction. I'm trusting your direction. I'm still got. I'm still gonna, you know, go through my hurdles, but I'm trusting your direction based on what you teach me to take me to that elevated plateau where I need to be at. So, if you never had that experience of business, if you never had the experience or that certain level of success, and if you never felt that pain of what it takes to get into the business, if you never um, understood the energy, the, the 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 broken, how your spirit is broken from failing and and and. And 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 the, the teary moments. If you never felt none of that, how could you teach me that? You can't. Just, that's not. That's not something that I want generically. I want that through life experience. Now we all going to go through different experiences in the business, but there's always some type of guideline that can help you. So that that's where I was at. I really. I I'm, I am so. I am still the same hunger that I had that I was 16 years old. I still have that hunger now. You know, and it's never going to stop. So, you know, whatever I do, based on my life experience, in order for you, what I've learned from my life experience, when I try to do things on my own, it just takes a longer time. You make unnecessary mistakes, right? Um, whereas you can be with an individual or an organization or a person that is highly experienced, that has a certain level of success, that you can... Uh, potentially take some of their advice or their perspective of thinking, combine it with your perspective of thinking, and and elevate yourself a lot faster. You know, mm -hmm. so that's that's where I'm at right now from experience. I hope so, I, I answer your question. <laughs> no, you absolutely did perfectly, and actually, you you gave us a good segue there because one of the things that you also talked about with your experience was when you after you left school, after you left college, and you started getting out there and actually doing entrepreneurship on a small level, it started with getting into this organization, this company, you said that you did, you did sales for them. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so you started to get into this and you developed that one of the most critical skills that any entrepreneur needs is the ability to sell, of course. And this kind of gets into, uh, you had a specific, you had to have a way that you did it because you became successful at it. You know, a lot of people can get into that space and they're not successful for any number of reasons. But there had to be a recipe that you followed to become a successful salesman, successful enough that you could go out on your own and start a business. Can you tell us about what that recipe was for you and how did you learn it and all of that? Okay, my, all right, so so I was always into personal development, right? Um, my first level of personal development was ear hustling. So one of my recipes was, okay, if, if I'm going to be successful again, and, and 
a lot of that a lot of things that you're gonna hear me in the conversation is gonna kind of be repetitive because I feel like that's been working for me. But not only also for me, all the books and the audios that I've read, I've noticed that that that's um you know that's one of the key factors with a lot of highly successful elite individuals. So you know when I was failing, um, I was doing my own thing. I wasn't listening. You know I was doing my own thing. I was uh, stubborn because I didn't want to come out of my comfort zone. Right? I didn't accept that I had to do certain things to get out the box in order for me to be successful. I got tired of that. I got tired of not making money and I seen people make money every day. I seen a multitude of people make money every day. And they had kind of the same strategy. So what I did was I sat back, I got a notebook and a pen. Back then it wasn't phones like that, right? I got a notebook and a pen and I watched and wrote down notes and and and, and imitated every single person in sales that was highly successful. The first month, you know, I tried all different types, you know, which one helped me. But keep in mind, I've I copied all successful people. I started seeing little results, right? Because I followed all the successful people, but I didn't get the full impact because I didn't I didn't critique it into my type of style. So I had to go and, and practice and practice and practice, and I finally found my style. And once I combined the wisdom and the knowledge from the individual that was already successful uh, and com combine it with my style, I got it. And I just kept, and I just kept, you know, being rep rep repetitious and repetitious, repetitious. A lot of people say practice makes um, perfect, but practice makes permanent. Because if you practice the wrong thing, it's not perfect. <laughs> but if you practice doing the right thing, it becomes a habit and it becomes permanent. You know. So um, what what I did was I just kept doing that. And my all out recipe is find somebody in whatever industry that you're at that's on a level that you're not at, right? Because you don't want to be the smartest person. If you're the smartest person in the room, that is very scary because that means there's nowhere there's nowhere else you can go, right? But when you... I'm excited when I'm not the smart, smartest person in the room. I'm so excited when there's people that's way successful in me because I can take bits and pieces of, of their life and their journey and, and, and cram it into my life and take certain strategies that they're going through that they uh, was accomplished and take it and, and just run with it and grow. So that's that's the first thing. Find somebody that that's successful in your industry and, and, and learn from them, right? You don't have to take everything that they're saying because, again, this is a very unique journey that you're going to go through. So a lot of things that you're, you're going through at this present moment, a lot of them didn't go through that, right? But you're going to go through similar guidelines. So just... My my recipe is whatever you're doing, right? Be open-minded to go out there and not be scared and reach out and find somebody that's highly successful in that particular field and ask them to help you if they're open-minded to help you. And if they're not open-minded to help you, keep searching and searching and searching until you find that person that wants to help you and take it to that next level. Okay, so Kyle, this is beautiful because first of all, you're building on so many things. Whenever you're talking, you're you're giving us a stepping stone. And then when you say the next thing, it's the next step up and the next step up. So that that's so true that you need to find somebody 
that is basically wearing the shoes you want to wear, you know, your backgrounds could be different. But for the most part, they've seen and dealt with the challenges that you are about to deal with that you don't know that you might deal with. And that's such an important thing, because when you do it the way you describe, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to recreate the blueprint because it's already been made for you. I've been guilty of creating something from scratch. I've been guilty of trying to reinvent the wheel. And I got to tell you, that's not the way you want to go about business, <laughs> as, as you know. And also another thing that's beautiful about what you said is that it was the stepping stone that I'm sure that helped, helped you catapult you into your own business. Mm -hmm. You learn what you need to learn in this organization. You become a top performer in this organization. And then you step out and you go out and you create your own thing. So when you were telling your story, you talked about how that first business, which we're going to get into uh, now, that first business failed because of a lack of financial education. And one of the things that I've talked about with clients in the past, and one of the things I try to talk about in the Recipes for Business newsletter, is that when you go out and you start your own business, let's say you're good at something, you were great at sales, mm -hmm. among other things. Yep. You take what you're good at, your craft, your trade, and you go out and you try to start a business because, hey, I can do this better than this person. Or I can, you know, if I'm going to make this organization rich, let me go make myself rich instead. You know, you go out with this skill set and you don't realize that when you build a business around your skills, you're building other skills around your skills. There are mm -hmm. other things you have to know. You've got to know, in your case, accounting and, and, and bookkeeping and, and keeping track of your money. Mm -hmm. You have to know the you have to be you have to know customer service. You have to know the legal side. You said you set up an LLC. You have to know how to do that. You have to know that you should do that. Sometimes you have to be the IT person and you're the person that builds the website. You have to develop these different skills when you start your business. Mm -hmm. So for you, you leave this organization after being successful. You go in and you start your own business. What was that like for you? It was scary. Okay. <laughs> it was it was it was scary, and I'm gonna tell you why. Uh, because now that's it's all your money that you you putting in. You know, when you under on the umbrella, you just making the money. You know, they take a big they take a big portion of it because you under their umbrella, but you just making the money. You're not worrying about no bills. You're not worrying about nothing, nothing of that nature. So when you go out there and you step out, you stepping out on faith, blind faith. All faith right there, you know, because you, you saved your money. Now you're buying the products, right? So, you know, you can't lose the products because you're losing money, right? It's all on you. You know, there's a first step of entrepreneurship um, is when before you built the team, you know, you're out there doing it on your own, you know? So, you know, you fire one boss, right? When you work a regular job, right? You hire another boss, which is yourself, right? So you're making a whole lot of money, but you put in more time because it's actually your business. So instead of you doing a nine to five job right now, you're working 18 hours because you got to sustain the business until you find the right people um, that you can surround yourself to help elevate your business and you can buy back your time. So, you know, now you out there working, you, 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 you get scared. You get scared when you have a bad day. Now, when you're working under somebody, you don't care. You're like, all right, you know, I, I don't got to worry about the bills. I have a bad day. So what? I'll, I'll make it up. So it's a little bit more pressure to you now. Now it's, it's a little bit different. Um, so it is fun, but it's, it's it, the fun diminishes a little bit now because it's serious life, right? It's all on you. And at that time, you know, I had, you know, I had a family, you know, you know, I just had my son and, um, you know, I, it, it was just all faith, all faith. And, um, you know, I bellied up, didn't do too good with that. 
Um, but I never gave up. You know, I, I left that that business, let it go. Um, and I was working for a little while just to get back on my feet. Um, and then, you know, my best friend, you know, called me, uh, Jarrell Brown. That's my man. Um, and he was into the energy business, right? Um, it's still, you know, brick and mortar, going going door to door, you know, um, changing you people's energy bills, right? Um, and I'm like, you know, Jarrell, I'm kind of burnt out. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> you know, your first business that you burnt out, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of burnt out. I'm not. You know, he was like, I'm telling you, this is a way easier business because he was in the other business. You know, he was in the other business. We all started. We all branched off. So, um, you know, he went into a different industry, which, which which was the energy. And he said, I'm telling you, man, I'm making a lot of money. And, you know, he was showing me how much money he made, showed his, his bank account. And I'm like, listen, I got a family. I, w- I, want, I want to learn that now <laughs> because the money I'm making was nowhere near compared to what I was making in business. That's one thing you want to understand. Right, a making a hundred, making a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year in the job is nowhere compared to you making a hundred and fifty thousand dollars with your business. Right, if you have the right accounting, if you have the right people, if you have the right team, you make more money when you have your own business. Um, and if you're financially literate, if you have financial literacy. Um, so anyway, um, you know, um, my old boss Nina Kazarek. Um, she also got into the energy business, right? So I'm the only one that's not in it, right? They transitioned. Um, so again, um, you know, she opened her doors because I left a good rapport when I left the business. I never burned the bridge. It's really hard to burn a bridge with me. I always understood the, the, the value of, um, personal um, relationships. I always understood that even when I didn't understand it, you know, I always said, you know, I'm always going to keep a good rapport. Um, so again, network, right? That was one of my network, um, my, my ex-boss. Um, and, you know, I said before, I, I said, all right, Jarrell, I do want to get into this business, but I want to get the fill first, right? So I, I want to go back into the umbrella, learn a little bit about the business, get real good with the sales. Because it's all, it's, all it's, it was all about sales back then. Because you can't teach nobody how to teach a team how to develop sales or create sales or, or be good salesman if you can't be it, right? Again, it's about setting the example. Um, so, you know, after like two, three weeks, um, I got real good at it because it was a lot easier than me going door to door and selling products, right? Um, it was a product that everybody had and I just had to transition. So I got real good. Um, I end up, you know, sitting with my best friend and he brought in his other peoples, which my man, Greg, and that's my man too, you know, Greg. And um, you know, we came together and said, let's do our own thing. You know, we we always had the mindset to 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 get our own business because of the experience of working under somebody and because of the experience of you know understanding that you move a lot faster when you have your own business and it's worth it. You know, it's worth the pain, it's worth the struggle. And one of the best things is I think it, it teaches you real life, you know, real life stuff. It it gives you the confidence to really um live life to the fullest you know it's 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 a it's a faith and a confidence that you develop because you're your own boss and you start feeling that success is like it's a it's a different type of uh excitement that you feel when you're successful on your own and nobody is giving you the money you're making your own money you know so you know that's that business that that second business when i really got the experience you know, he had a network of, of of teams. So, you know, I had to motivate. You know, I had to, you know, teach the sales because I was really good at sales. 
he was good at he was good with the teams um and and Gregory was a great manager right um and and Jarrell was very good at accounting he was good with money you know he was very good at money so we had a dream team so um you know we we built it up and we that's when I you know before I got more information new information brings on decisions that's when I quote unquote got the real taste of being a full entrepreneur without me actually going out there and working because we replaced ourselves so many times with building a, a huge team to go out there and make it happen. So, you know, that was our second business. And, you know, we got really successful with, with that. However, even though we was a dream team, right, that type of um, business required a lot of time and energy. So, you know, me having a family, um, it, it, it kind of messed up my relationship with my wife um, and it started to diminish, diminish um, my family relationship because I, I, I'm the type of person I like being there for my family. However, I think it's a, it's a, it's a strength and a flaw when I'm fo focused, I'm like laser focused. So it's like nothing could stop, stop in my way. And, and I'm just now learning how to control it. You know, um, but when you're younger, you got that 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 focus of it's just about this, this, this. And again, that's because of information that you're not exposed to. And that's uh, uh, because of the uh, people that you're around. You know, the, the entrepreneurs that I was around back then, um, you know, that's what they taught us. They taught us you just got to focus on your business. You you got to be the, the supporter. You know, don't worry about it. You are uh, the person, the breadwinner and you just got to make it happen. And it, does, it doesn't matter. So, you know, that, that, that's what happened. So very successful. We went through our ups and downs. Uh, but, you know, we, we decided to separate after like, uh, I believe it was like four years, you know, four years. And, yeah. And I, and I sold, I sold uh, my portion. They, they separated and they started doing their own thing. And, you know, I just had to reflect again. So, you know, this, this bit, this journey of you being an entrepreneur, you know, this is not like a one what one hit wonder. So when a lot of people see a lot of people that's highly successful and they think that it was a one hit wonder, it was not a one hit wonder. They put a lot of work in, and they put so much work that it was a build up, and the it was a, a it was accumulating of all the works that they did, and it started accumulating, 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 to the point that God said, "All right, it's time for you to get successful." And when they got successful, if it looked like that they they, they blew up fast, but they put a lot of time in prior to that for it to look like that. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's not an easy journey. And I, and I like to, uh, uh, I think um, this era is like, it's like they have the mindset of a microwave. They just think that it's just going to pop up like that. And it's not going to pop up like that. You know, this is a long-term thing, you know. However, if you have the perspective and the mindset to say, okay, if I do this right, let's compare the the normal lifestyle to me going this route and I do it right. I have to wait anyway if I have to retire in my 60s. I got to wait anyway. I got to wait anyway. You look around and you see the people that majority of our culture, you know, you see everybody's working a nine to five. Some people is getting paid low wages. Some people is getting paid high wages, right? But the individual that's getting high wages, $50,000, $75,000, $100,000, is, 
it's like living in a 24 karat jail cell because if if god forbid something happened to them that money slows down you know so at the end of the day you still want to find a way to create other assets and other means for you to do that but i don't want to get out of course so what I, I say that to say this right you work and work and work no matter if you're in a high pay high high wage job or low wage job the plan is everybody wants to retire in the six at 65 right so if you wasn't going to create this business and you wasn't going to do it right if you was going to do a regular nine to five you're going to wait 65 years anyway so by you creating uh, uh being an entrepreneur and doing it right you know finding the right in the individuals that that you, that that you collaborate with, with and unify with um the right mentors or people that's on a higher level do you if it took you 10 15 or even uh, uh 20 years and you 20 something years old and you retire in your 40s did it even matter you got to think of it as as the long game but you got to make sure that the things that you um the the industry that you're in or the or or the 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 business that you're in is scalable that it gives you and allows you the opportunity to buy back your time um and, and the company the business that i was in it, it was good money up front but long term it wasn't allowing me to do that and i had to think about that every single time so that yeah. also motivated me to leave as well so and, and then on top of that you know at the end of the day it's all about it's all about family and you know, us as as black men and black women, it's a struggle trying to balance. You know, I, I still go through it every single day, you know, trying to balance, you know, you try your best and every single day is not perfect. You know what I mean? You know, you try to balance it the best way you can. Some days you got to work more. Some days you got to work less. Some days you got to spend more time with family. Some days you got to uh, spend less time, right? So it has, it's, it's all about the overall balance, you know, and then situations happen where you have to alter some, you know, adjustments. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. But long story short, um, four years later, I left again, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. I left again. And, you know, back then, I just wanted to find the right thing. You know, I just, I, 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 I you know, Brandon, um, I always felt like I was a weird guy. I always been around a lot of elders. I always been around a lot of older people. So my desire of um, finding something that can really take care of my family was really important to me. And if I didn't have a family, my desire of being very successful was very important to me. So I did whatever it takes. You know, I had a lot of passion. I still have a lot of passion. I have a lot of desire. Um, right. And sometimes that could take the best of me, but um, it, I just feel like I'm 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 sent on this earth to make a very powerful impact, and I feel like that's the reason why a lot of great people go through a lot of stuff. Um, because in order for you to you know make it to that top, you got to go through a lot of stuff. So I'm oh I was always hungry to to find you know the greater things in life, not just for me. Now that I have a family, and it was just extra motivation. So you know, long story short, went right back to you know just taking it easy and and looking for a job, right? Yeah. So I'm looking for a job and, you know, back then it's newspapers, ads, daily news. So I'm looking yeah. for a job and, and I see like, um, they say, you know, get trained for plumbing. Like I'm now I'm desperate now, I'm, you know, I'm going to this job, you know, for plumbing. They say they'll train you and they'll hire you and, you know, um, maintenance work. It was maintenance work. It wasn't plumbing. Excuse me. It was maintenance work. And I say, you know what? Let me just let me just try it because maintenance. It was eighteen hours an hour. I said, all right, let me just deal with that right now. And figure things out. So I go to the interview. I'm I'm dressed up, 
they was like, you have no experience with that, <laughs> right? right? So, so you know, my 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 resume is full of businesses that I've owned. Like it's really I mean, that's right? the calling card of entrepreneurs. I mean, it's like you're 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 unemployable, and that's yeah. that's that's normally a good thing. <laughs> yeah, the girl is pitching me. She's like, yeah, you know, you got to pay for this, you got to pay for that. Um, you know, you got to pay for your certi certification. At least you have been on your own. So by you doing maintenance work, we can put you in an agency where we can have you hop to different type of um, jobs and, and work. So now I was cool with that, but I, I sat back because now, you know, me being a businessman, I always, I have that extra eye. I said, you know, I can do what you, I can do what you can do. How can I get that job? You know, being a recruiter, how can I get that job? Right. And she was like, excuse me? I'm like, you know, no no disrespect, but I can do that. Like, I can help people, you know, and, and put them in a position where they get the job if I have the right resources and I can be taught. Now, she wasn't even trying to give me the opportunity. You know, I guess she was threatened, but she wasn't trying to get opportunity. But this is how God works. The owner walked in and heard me. The owner said, oh, you can. I said, yeah, yeah, I, I can definitely do it. Check my resume, you know. And I wasn't being cocky. I was just very confident you know i was very confident um and then he said all right this is what i want you to do i want you to i want you to pay for the training take the training because you got to have that license if you want to train and after the training i'll give you a call we'll sit down have a meeting and we can discuss you know what it is that is required if you really are interested i'm gonna put everything to the table how you make money and if you like it we can you can start next, next the following week um so he calls me he breaks it down and i'm like I'm going to give it a shot, man. I'm going to give it yes. a shot. Yes. It was an opportunity, and it was up my alley, right? Never did it before, but I wasn't scared of doing it. And um, when I got into it, I seen the opportunity. And, you know, from the experience of me, you know, putting out ads um, and the creativity that I had putting out ads, what I was taught, you know, me give, feeding him that stuff, he was like, yo, you're really good. You know, in a week, you really, you really did well, you know? And I don't know what's well because this is my first time getting this career. So to me, I don't I don't think I did well, you know, because I'm used. To, I have a certain standard. So for me, I didn't think I did well. He said, "Brother, you did well." He's a brother too. He said, "You did well." Um, so you know, I got into it, and and, and I'm like, again, as an entrepreneur, I'm like, looking around, I'm like, this is not hard, and I'm studying how you can have the business. I'm studying the connections that you have, and I'm like, I can do this for my own. So I gave myself about six months. <laughs> I gave myself six months. I saved my money. I seen how you can get your own um, office space. Um, and this is in Manhattan, you know, Manhattan. Um, I seen how you get your own office space. I seen how you do, you know, buy ad, monster, create your own business account. Um, and six months later, saved my money and I opened up my first recruiting business, you know. Um, and I did a lot of, I, I did a lot of um, ads up and, you know, I had the people, the network of people through the ads um and and i just got successful on my own and that's when i felt um real entrepreneurship not in partnership but me alone running my own office running my own ads having my own connections of me actually purely doing it on my own you know i i, I had a, i had an office that was right across the street from the new york stock exchange you know i was making money I made a nice amount of money by 12 o'clock. I actually walked around Manhattan and actually embraced where I was at. It was a it was a dream come true. In New York, you know, living in the Bronx, you over there, you have an office in Wall Street, 
that is a great experience, especially a young black man, you know, having an office in, 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 in Wall Street in the Donald Trump building. Well, we ain't going to talk about that. But back then, Donald Trump was popular. Right now, he's not too popular. Right. So having that and it, it was really, 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 really a, a very, very good experience. And it, it developed such a confidence in me saying that I can if I can put whatever I could do, I can put my mindset, I can make it happen. Um, but you know, that business was very corrupt before I got into it. It was a little, a lot of small franchise that was undercutting a lot of, uh, people. Um, there was very negative. So it oversaturated my positivity. You understand? Um, so I, I made, I made good money. Um, but I was stagnant because of the surroundings, right? Um, a lot of good competition, but I was still making money. It was just that. You know, when people come into my uh, location, they were so corrupted that they didn't want to give it a shot. So I was successful for a, for a very long time, um, but it would start being stagnant because the franchise. It's, it's like it's like you being at McDonald's, right? And you have you're you're the only McDonald's, but you have three three thousand McDonald's that's very corrupted that treated the customers wrong. They're gonna look at you the same way, no matter how you slice it or dice it, because it's just too oversaturated of negativity. You know, so. Um, you know, I, I did I did really well substantially, um, but because of that, it stagnated my finance and I just had to belly up and leave out. So at this point, Brandon, I am tired now. You know, started my Whoa. business at 21. Started my business at 21. Being an entrepreneur at 21. I'm 31 at this present moment. I am emotionally and I am mentally exhausted. I am tired. You know, I'm going through arguments with my wife. You know, um, we wasn't in a good place. Um, you know, just going through a lot of financial uh, challenges because New York was very expensive. So you can make a substantial amount of money, but you're saying after you look at the trajectory, you look at your budget, you're like, where's my money going? I'm making decent money, but where's my money going? The expenses was crazy, and when you know when, when your business is up, everybody reaps the benefit. But when your business is down, everybody feels the suffer suffering. So you know, I just was tired. I didn't want to go through that no more. And I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I stopped for a while. Um, I prayed. I cried. I have a personal relationship with God. Very personal relationship with God because He pulled me through a lot of, you know, a lot of um, dangerous um, situations. And I went to him, I said, Lord, I I really want to be the man that you want me to be. I really want to be um, the businessman that you want me to be. I really want to be successful. I need your help. I'm tired of being stagnant. Um, I'm tired of being the smartest person in the room. I just need some help. Um, and long story short, um, I got, you know, connected with, you know, a very highly successful woman. She's my best friend. Her name is Ijama. I will never forget her to this day. And I vented to her. She was one of my best friends. I vented to her and I let her know the situation. And she connected me with a very highly successful couple um, that, that walked away from corporate America in their early 20s. Mind you, I'm in business for 10 years now. I'm broken down. That cocky ego is gone. It's right. gone. It's done. Right. So at this point, you know, I'm I'm when I heard that, I'm like, wait a minute. I've been I've been in business for 10 years and I'm nowhere near that. I made substantial amount of money, but I'm nowhere near the opportunity of buying back my time. And that's the real American dream, to be financially stable and be able to position to buy back your time and do what you want to do with your family. So yes. 
you know, at that point, I'm doing whatever it takes. I'm I'm doing whatever it takes to to be connected with that individual because I do I understand this. If you borrow somebody's opinion, you body lifestyle. Show me five of your friends, and I'll show you your future. And I How want. Would you, say, would you say that again? Show me five of your friends, and I'll show you your future. And I wanted that future. <laughs> I wanted a piece of that future. So I did whatever it take, took to, to be in that circle. Um, and, you know, they made, you know, I told my wife, um, she was excited about it, right? Um, she was always a supporter. A lot of things she didn't agree with, but she was always a supporter at the end of the day. Um, she always believed in me. I was always, I'm always motivated. Um, but, you know, men is men. You know, they make a lot of mistakes and uneducated decisions, <laughs> Right. But she was always supporting. So she was excited about that. Really, really excited about that. And when she actually met them, it was, you know, because, you know, when you're coming from the hood, the, the, the good thing about coming from the hood, you meet all different types of personalities. You know, it teaches you who's fake and who's legit, because the only people that survive in the hood is real. You're not surviving if you're fake. So you develop that instinct of looking through a person and knowing if they're real and they fake. So when we got around that those type of individuals, we they was real, you know, their life was real. And we wanted a piece of that. And, you know, they made us go through a very, very strict vetting process. Very, very strict vetting process. And and you know that, you know, um those type of individuals of that type of caliber is not just gonna have you around them. They wanna make sure that if they plant that seed in you, you're gonna, you know, at least um take that mindset and elevate that and take it to the next level. So they made us go and go, go through a very strict vetting process. And um we ran through it and we so we so happy that we did it. Uh, a little bit of background about them. They stay at home parents. You know, prior to the pandemic, you know, they traveled internationally. But what really made it impressive was what really made it impressive was the fact that they never had to worry about paying any bills and their business grew more, <laughs> you know, as they was away. Yeah. And that I wanted to find out what was that that you did? What what duplicatable system, what business um, background and products that was scalable for you even do that? I want to know what they did, right? Um, you know, and what caught my attention is they had multiple charities, one in New York and one in Honduras. Um, the one in New York helps out the less fortunate and the one in Honduras helps out beating the battered women recover from sex trafficking because in Honduras it's really bad. Two beautiful homes really was impressive because at that time I was going through a challenge with my wife. So it was really impressive that they was able to be highly successful in all these different type of aspects and still have a healthy relationship. They had two beautiful twins. So their life was very fulfilling. And I not only seen it for myself, but I wanted that information to give to our culture. You know, so I, I, I looked at the long term of everything. I looked at God, if I can really get this, I can really have the leverage, the resources, the connections to really help our culture people with this new information. Um, so I did what I, I did whatever I had to do to make it happen, and they selected us to be a part of the organization. And at first, I thought it was them as a couple, but they connected me with a highly elite organization, a highly elite community of other successful people. Um, so I I felt really, 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 really good about a bit and really, really good about it. And what really made me good about it because they was way smarter than me. 
um, is so much different, diverse people, all different facts of life. Um, that was really exciting and so many different levels of success. So that was exciting. So I felt like I was in the right place. And right now, as we speak, um, you know, a little testimony about because of the community where we at, um, when we was three years ago, when we was living in New York, we had a one, one, one bedroom apartment with two beautiful kids. My son and my daughter had the, the, the bedroom me and my wife turned the living room into a bedroom slash kitchen like it was a studio. Struggling, you know, we was struggling, you know, um, barely making it. Not because we was make we wasn't making enough money, but because the 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 budget was suffocating us. You understand? Sure. It, it was suffocating. Nothing that we was able to save, right? But because sure. of the guidance, because of the circle of people that we was around. You know, three years later, we in a house, you know, um, almost an acre of land. I think it's an acre of land, right? Two ba three bathrooms, um, three bedrooms, um, we huge living room. We got two house, two cars, um, and we we have a highly, um, we have a wealth budget, you know what I mean? That, that yes. now that we're able to, to help a lot of people. And it's not, it wasn't even necessary because of, the extra funding and, and taking it to that next level of being a millionaire because we're not millionaires yet. We are getting there. But what right. makes it more powerful is because we're surrounded with highly successful people that are different levels. You know, we got people that's making $300,000. We have millionaires. We have so many different resources that when you have that multitude of people, you almost can't fail unless you do not follow and, and and learn from these type of people so um we're really excited now and what we want to do is we want to give back to the people and um you know basically you know what we do is we help people um become happy fulfilled men and women of, of great substance and wealth you know and how we do that we we help them manage their money in the budget just like how i learned and it's all example you know um we we also help them increase their money in their business or in their job right because you got to you 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 got to be able to be a great steward, you know, of the money that you have before you get to that next level, um, and then we help them invest their money, you know, through highly successful, experienced, elite fiduciaries that's been in business over 20, 30 years. So you don't have to think about it. You don't have to educate yourself on it. You got great access of people that, in order for you to have that access, you have to have 1.5 million dollars. Um, in assets, you have to have a certain network of people, but because of the community of people that you have, all you need to start off with is $50,000, and we help you to get to that level to invest that, right? So it's yeah. it's so many different um, versifications of, 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 of angles that we have, and for individuals that have businesses, whether they're successful or unsuccessful, you know, you are... Um, you, you have the open door and the resources and the information that we help you create another asset, right? You can either right. use that asset to either pour into your business to grow your business, or you could just have that asset to put you in a position where you can buy back your time and do whatever you want to do, whatever's clever. But the main thing is we want to help people personally, financially, mentally, and create a legacy. So that that's where we at right now. So you know that's that's pretty much. And you know what I'm doing is I also have a platform, 
So I'm just so honored by Brandon putting me on, on his platform because this is what I mean when I say small successes. This is what I mean when I say network. This is what I, when I mean I say unification. This is what I mean when I say dropping the ego and creating an olive branch so we can all grow, right? So he's utilized, you Brandon is giving me the opportunity to share my story, right? And, and I gave Brandon the opportunity to share his story, right? Where now we're utilizing each other's network of people to hear these stories, right? And whoever's out there that's being touched can reach back out to us and we can help them. So it's each one teach one. These are, these are, these are, these are what we're talking about in, in regards to the small successes, the baby steps to take you to the next level. I have outside projects. Um, you know, where I can connect you with a community individual that can really help you and take it to that next level. Um, our goal, you know, once our goal is within the next uh, three to five years, we're looking to be completely um, financially free and completely walk away from corporate America where we buy our time back and do what we want to do. Um, yes. But what my wife wants to do is we actually want to go back into the inner city and teach people of our color and our culture financial literacy. Because a lot of times, you know, a lot of our people, not just our people, but so many different people will go into the entrepreneurship world. And, you know, because of our natural skills, abilities, and talents, of course, we're going to get to a certain level. However, we're missing that pinnacle point where it opens up a lot of doors to get to that elite level, right? And that's not because our work ethic. That's not because of skill. That's because of lack of information. And there's a, there's a saying, new information brings on new decisions and your network is your net worth. Had I known that when I had all my other businesses, it would have been a lot of unnecessary mistakes that I would have made. So what I want to do is I want to be able to spread that to our people uh, um, in regards to sharing that, that knowledge and information to help them elevate, right? And right. what my wife wants to do is she wants to invest in vast amount of land and property so she can create an environment and a, and a community of people to help them in anything that they need, whether it's housing, whether it's business, whether it's jobs. And 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 we're gonna strategically do that by putting people in place that is on a on a high elite level where they can actually pull them up and provide them with the information, with the resources, and take them to that next level, help them to properly create real true goals, but goals that is scary so they can reach out and, and get there and give them, you know, different strategic ways of how to accomplish those goals and create habits, right? Because it's not about emotion. It's not about feelings. If you put different systems in place, the days and times where you're not um, emotion, where you're very emotional, where you don't want to do it, because you create a habit and a system, you're going to do it anyway. Because emotions is temporary. You know, you, you can feel like you don't want to do it at one point. You can feel worn out. But if you have the system and you create a system where you have to do it, the system and the is, is what's going to get you to that next level and properly teaching people to do that. So that that's where I'm at. And the reason why I went this route is based on the experience that I had in business. You know, I want to be able to create, um, you know, a foundation where, you know, I'm, I'm developing and I'm developing right now, um, you know, passive income on a month to month basis. Once we get that to a certain number, we're going to take a portion of that and invest in all the other businesses. God forbid those businesses don't work. It don't matter because of the foundation that we've grown. And that foundation is going to allow us to leave a legacy for our family. 
and it's also going to allow us to be a major contributor to our environment where we ain't got to worry about loans and we ain't got to, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but we want to be able to create an economic um, economy where we have a community of people that is self-sufficient, that is creating income where we can all work together and, sh and, and, and combine portion of our income where it's not even a, a, a problem because we have a certain amount of income. Right. right. So that's, that's right. where we want to go. That's the reason why I went that route. So, you know, that's my story. Um, I definitely appreciate you allowing me to share my story. And I'm, that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking to help people. I'm also looking to learn. I'm very yep. humble. Uh, um, that keeps you young. I want to learn and grow from other individuals as well. So that, that's where I'm at, my brother. Man, that's beautiful, Kyle. Thank you for sharing your story. Uh, thank you for uh, sharing your ups and downs and being brave enough to share your challenges uh, you, along the way uh, with your journey and especially what you've learned, what you've been able to share with others and elevate others and keeping them from uh, keeping them from making the mistakes that that you made and, and enduring the things that you had to go through. That's a really powerful thing. Uh, we saw that you. Uh, so here you shared your Instagram at Kyle2755. That's on Instagram, folks. Kyle, how else can somebody get in touch with you if they want to move to the next level in their life or just get to know you better? Well, you can, you can, um, you know, DM me on Instagram. You can also go on my Facebook page and um, send me a message, um, you know, at Kyle Stevens, K-Y-L-E, um, last name Stevens with P-H-E-N-S. Or, um, yeah, that's the two ways you can do it. Um, you can also, you know, text me and reach out to me because I'm old school with, with the phones, right? Um, 212. Four seven zero six six five five. If you want to know uh, a little bit more about our community, um, we do as an organization have a website. It's called Customize Your Dot Life. Um, if you want to know more about that, um, but however, you know, reach out to me. Um, it's all about working. You know, at the end of the day, um, it's about elevating the culture sincerely, and I'm not going to stop until I, I'm, I've done. I've done that. Um, it really what. It, it really birthed when my mom passed away uh, a year ago um, because surprisingly, you know, I didn't know how powerful my mom was. When she passed away, um, so many people called from all different parts of, of the world. We're talking about Africa. We're talking about Europe. We're talking about Paris. We're talking about New York. And we're talking about elite people calling calling us and letting us know that it wasn't for my mom, I wouldn't be in the position. We're talking about um, high-end judges and, and people that's on high calibers in different countries. So that really um, put, oh, uh, 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 I, I can't even explain it. It, it put, it put a, a, such a fire in me to really uh, take my family's um, name to the next level, really leave a legacy, not just on fi finance, but off substance and really, really be an impact to our um, culture and society. You know what I mean? Um, so that, that that's what I'm truly about. I'm truly about helping our culture. You know, I'm truly about learning and unifying. And, you know, you don't necessarily um, have to, um, you know, just stick with the culture to learn other information. You can go to different places and learn and bring that to your culture. You know, sometimes you got to step out, right, um, to come out, to come back and, and, and give back. So that's where I'm at right now. And I learned so much and I just want to give back. I've been helping a lot of individuals and I want to help more people. 
um, because when you help more people, you're helping their families and you're creating other legacies. And and what I would advise a lot of individuals, um, if you aren't doing it, I would highly advise you um, to do some personal development because even though I didn't complete college, I always had education, right? And my education was, you know, back then, college going to Barnes and Say it again. Oh, I can't. You breaking up? So, can you yeah, hold on? Hear me now. Is this better? Yeah, right. it's better now. Hey. Okay. All right. So, um, what what I would highly suggest is us as a culture, anybody, read. You know, um, read so read different books of so many different stories of successful people. You know, if you want to ever hide anything from a man, you can hide it in a book. You know, read and not just read through it, you know, write notes so it can store in your mind. You know, listen to audios, right? Because readers are leaders. And you'd be surprised the type of person that you become um, when you start doing some personal development. Um, and you got to understand the people that you attract is just a reflection of you. So the yeah. better that you become, right, the stronger that you become the more mentally sound you become, the more emotional intelligent you become, right. the higher caliber of elite people that are attracted to you. So, you know, just stay encouraged. And, um, you know, I just like to tell you guys, um, tough times don't last. Only tough people do. And right. you know, we are going to go through a season where we not just going to go through the process, but we're going to grow through the process and we, we're going to become the best that, they can be, that we can be. Um, so I commend each and every um, entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneur, do not give up, you know, do not give up, continue to push past the pain and, and continue to use your, you know, resources, your resilience. But what I strongly advise is just go out there and ask for help, you know, from people that are documented, successful people or people that can open doors for you to those successful people so you can elevate your, you know, your business and, you know, be different. You know, if you are a clothing line, not don't just have a clothing line, have other resources where you can just help people deeper, you know, build personal relationships with people. Don't just, um, you know, promote your business, build, you know, build the personal relationship because a lot of people don't understand. Like I come across a lot of people and I'm not knocking y'all. I feel like it's lack of information. A lot of people would hit my, my DM or my message and would just tell me, tell them your business and say something like, all right, this is my business. Follow me, support me. I don't know you. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know you. You know, there's a lot of other people that, that does that. So my, your question, my question to you is, what could make you different? And what makes you different is being unique. What makes you different is being authentic. What makes you different is being vulnerable. You know, talk. Build a relationship, understand the person, because you got to understand if I know you, right, and you have the same type of product of a person that I see on, on Instagram or Facebook, because I built that relationship with you, I'm not going to go to the person and I'm not going to refer the person that I don't know. I'm going to refer the person that I do know because right. I built a relationship with you. I know that your brand is authentic. So now I can I can refer you to my 200 people because every every person you know knows 200 people, and by you building that foundation so strong, 
two years from now, three years from now, 10 years from now, you wouldn't even have to worry about advertising because you have so many people advertising for you. In fact, you create a network of people that it's scalable where now you have loyal customers that's not just supporting you because of your product. They supporting you because you as a person. So that's you exactly right. That relationship, build that rapport. So, you know, that's a little word of advice. Um, you know, again, tough time class, and I see you at the top because the bottom is too crowded. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's good. Folks, everybody, we've been talking to Kyle Stevens, husband, father, entrepreneur. He's dropped a wealth of wisdom for us. Kyle, we really appreciate you joining us. Thank you guys for joining us on the Recipes for Business show. And for more interviews like this and to see and to see this interview with Kyle again, we're going to break it up into some clips that you can watch over the coming weeks. You can also uh, watch it back again here on Facebook. Go to recipesforbusiness.com and you get to see more of Kyle there. And you can also connect with him on his Instagram at Kyle2755. Kyle, we appreciate you, sir. Thank you so much, my brother. I appreciate your time and I appreciate your platform. All right. You have a good one. You too, brother.